On this week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast, we talk about Beto reaching the Super Bowl in Madden. Also, we discuss the rumored Streets of Rage movie made by the people who did John Wick. Are we excited? And Sonic Origins was announced this week, but with some really bad microtransactions. How do we feel? How does this affect games in the future or games being remade? Find out on this week's episode of Third Party Control Podcast. Let's get it going. Welcome to Third Party Control Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. Liraway. With Beto Sparza and Joe Welcome everyone to another week of Third Party Controller Podcast, the podcast you come to for all the tips, Madden tricks, everything you want to know in the video game world, all the good stuff you come for. We are back through the airways, through the internet. We got Joe on the line. Say what's up, Joe. And we got Jess right now speaking. Jess. <coughs> How you doing, Jess? What's up? What are you watching, Jess? She's watching. Uh, no, I'm talking to I'm talking to Jess. All right, don't okay. speak for Wait, her. What you're talking to? Tell them what you're watching. The Bellator Women's MMA match. Oh, an MMA match. Are, are it's they the women's title match in Bellator? And are and are they doing well? In in Jess's eyes, are they doing good? Are they doing good? Oh, the Spider-Man meme? Yeah. Just basically said all women look the same. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're back. We're here to talk about everything, so let's get to it. Beto? Hey, suffer. Hey. Play, they didn't play much this week. Uh, I played. Our. Did you beat Joe again in men? I did not. He did not make it to the Super Bowl, <gasps> but I did. Oh! I had a pretty deep. I had a. Uh, I went into the playoffs. I went to the Super Bowl. Had two really good um, games. Uh, or actually, more, two really good defensive games uh, in a in the playoffs. One was a user game uh, against a player that beat me pretty uh, convincingly mm-hmm. during the regular season. I ended up like stomping on him. Like he was playing really, really bad. I don't know. He he was just playing like unusually bad. Like he's he, uh-huh. like, compared to the first time I played him. Yeah. He uh, yeah, it was, it was the drugs. Probably because he said he was doing shrooms, <laughs> shrooms the day before. <laughs> so he was playing really bad. I ended up beating him. Uh, That's on him, man. And then I advanced to uh, the Super Bowl against Dave. Um, <sighs> and uh, he fucked me up. He beat the shit out of me. Um, I played really bad. Me too, bad. Me too. <laughs> Yeah, Joe, he, he fucking beat the shit out of Joe, too. Um, but yeah, he... He beat you worse, though. Yeah, he fucking... Well, the last one, I just... Whatever, I'd like... He threw... He, I threw a pick six, but I just, like... I clicked on my guys and just, like, stopped them because I, I would have been able... I was like, whatever. Uh, I wanted the ball back just so I could at least try to score. 
Um, but yeah, he beat the shit out of me. Uh, I couldn't really do much. The first half was pretty close. Uh, the second half, I started getting a little desperate and just throwing some really shitty, shitty passes. That's exactly what he told me today. He's <laughs> like, it was really close in the first half. Yeah, it was. And then, I, yeah, I don't know. I just started like playing really bad and just trying to force, force too many passes. I uh, didn't really stick to the usually usual game plan I have against uh, users. Uh, and I am losing, and, but it was cool. I, I finally made it to the playoffs. I finally made it to the Super Bowl after playing so bad these past couple of seasons. Uh, and I yeah. feel like you've gotten the hang of it. You, like you, you've got it now. Yeah. Like, it, and this is uh, like because of everything that went on with the with the game. This is one of those years where it was just like it was a lot of adjustment. It's taking too longer to adjust, but yeah. I think you've got it now. Yeah, it's it, yeah. I'm, I still have, I still struggle against the computer, but I could mm-hmm. beat them. Yeah. Uh, nine times out of ten. Um, but yeah, I, just, I didn't really play anything else. Really, I just uh, been not really doing much. <laughs> just that. Uh, what about you, Joe? So, well, we're we're just proud of you, here, champ. Thank here you. Third party I, controller. I am, I am the AFC champion of yeah. uh, the season. Uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah. yeah what, every what? year, every year, people praise that person. They do. Hey, for the AFC, Joe. Joe, but what ha- what happened? How did you lose so bad? And how, like, like, did was the defeat that Beto beating you messed you up that bad for you not to make it to the Super Bowl this year? No, because I went twelve and five, and I actually made it all the way to uh, the, the game before the Super Bowl. So I mean, like, I don't really, think I it that well. matters, Joe. I think what matters think is who made it toward the end. And that, yes, Dave, congratulations for winning. But I think here in third party, like Beto's the champ, man. Like he is showing everyone who listens like this is how the champ plays you know this is the way you play Madden these are the tips that people are looking for but like, what, did you, what, what did you what did you go through right what did you go through Joe like what happened uh, Fox and friends this is, this is what you this is what you become now anyways I will say this I'm just question. stating facts I, I, I believe that the fucking best game I and maybe I'm being uh, a little bit biased here but I think out of all the games that were played this season the best game of the entire fucking season me and Bethel because that was a fucking fantastic well, game yeah. and it was we, great. We have to take your word for it because you didn't. You were too scared to stream, knowing you were going to lose that, and you didn't want to be embarrassed online in front of everyone. Because I would have gotten, I, I would have gotten everybody on there, you know, like I just, to watch I it. I just finished saying that it was the best game though, and me and Bethel and Bethel did win, and uh, it was, yeah. but it was still the best game. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I'm not really scared to admit that I lost because I mean I did, but I mean. You Why know, so defensive, Joe? Like, calm down. I'm not. You're, yeah. you're talking about you're, you're spotting fake news right now, and I'm trying. I'm trying to talk real. I'm trying. To, it's real talk. Right I'm just. Now. I'm here talking dialogue, trying to say what's what what talking. Talking. Just just talking. I'm talking mad <laughs> shit right now. We're talking about mad shit right now. Madden shit. Mad shit. Madden. Well, shit. Madden shit too. I mean, it is Madden shit too. Yeah. But I mean, it's mad shit. Uh huh. Anyways, uh, no, I, I think that was the best game of the of the season. And when you lost, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, it was a great game. Hey, I got zero problems fucking losing a game if it's a good game. Mm-hmm. I have no problems. Wish I could have seen them. I lose a lot of Sounds good games, good. honestly. <laughs> a lot of good games. Anyway, I don't throw my controller and act, and I don't throw my controller and act like I want to quit and not do anything. Like That's crazy, dude. Fighting games, like when, Jesse. <laughs> when that happened? When I fucked you up? <laughs> yeah, when you fucked up. <laughs> when Beto fucks you up? Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's all I played, really. Oh, hey, Joe. What's up, fool? Um, yeah, so played the... I, I got to the AFC Championship game. Uh, 
lost that game. NFC. Uh, they beat me. NFC, yeah, yeah. NFC, AFC, it's all the same shit. All it really did affect them last week. Uh, I lost 24-7. It was a... It wasn't my game. Joe loses 24-7. I would call it a... I did the same thing. I just forced a couple of passes early, and then I was like, fuck, put me, I put me in a hole, and then I was just... And then I was like, ah, oh, shit. His running back is hard to to stop. Yeah, it's huh. fucking very difficult. Um, no, but he always comes up with a good game plan. Like when I play Dave, I'm always like, I I I can't do, like you just can't give those those turnovers. Like mm-hmm. if you can play a turnover for football, you'll do okay. But like once you start turning the ball over to him, he'll capitalize. So you know, he, and uh, and he did. He has. He's always got a really good game plan. It's always tough. I always like playing him because it's you. You really you know. You, you have to know X's and O's football, right? Like he's not gonna, he's not gonna really game Madden. You know what I mean? Like he, you know, like all of us, you know, you, you got stuff you can fall back on, but like he's gonna try to do X's and O's beat you. Yeah. You know, like if the running game is working, he's gonna run. He's not gonna fucking throw play action at you every play. He's not gonna just you know throw crossers every or, or, or crossers or drags every play. You know. He, he goes so it's always a good fun game you know that's how our game was I felt like we, we fucking just battled it was yeah. a good game but um yeah I uh I lost two lost two, lost that one and that was really it for me uh Jesse what's up what's up what's up what, what did you do um so I've been getting into reading um Kentaro Mura's Berserk and loving the manga that? huh what is that? Berserk is a manga. It's uh, hentai. It's pretty much hentai. Uh, really good. Uh, <laughs> it's about a mercenary called Guts with his giant sword that a lot of video games, anime take inspiration from. So a lot of stuff was inspired by Guts. And it's been a, a series that's been going on from, I want to say, 1989 like uh, or 86. I want to say 89 80s, yeah. uh, until now. But then the creator passed away uh, in 2001. Or, uh, 2021 and uh, I got into I had a, a ton of volumes of the Berserk manga and been reading it and I fell in love with it and it, it's crazy because like stuff where it gets really good I'm like oh when did this happen I was like dude I was in like middle school when this shit was going on yeah. it's crazy but anyway <clears throat> being so like really getting into Berserk they've only ever released three Berserk games two that came out in America and one that was only in Japan I have the one for Dreamcast. So after I finished the volumes I had, which were like the first 30 volumes, I was like, all right, I know the Dreamcast one is going to suck, but I want to play it. And boy, howdy. It was a rough game. <laughs> I got pretty far until I get... It's like it's one of those like cheap, early... like This is like the Dreamcast... Uh, 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 like Dreamcast... Like, and again, there's we talked about this before, where there's older games that still stand the test of time, and then there's older games where you're just like wow that did not age well and like this guts one it's like the controls are pretty rough yeah i liked and not didn't like that it didn't tell you like hit the a button for attack hit the y button for uh heavy attacks what kind of a game is it it's like a ha- like think of like a 3d beat em up kind oh, of okay right but there's so much like i guess the the creator kentaro was like he wrote the story so it takes place between like volumes 23 and 24. Mm-hmm. So like if you never knew anything of Berserk, it's just throwing you in <laughs> at this part 
it is past the golden age. Oh, okay. So, like, it's putting you, like, if you didn't know anything about Berserk, you're like, all this shit, like, why is this going on and what yeah. is this? You know, like, it, it doesn't really catch you up except, like, in the menu there's, like, oh, here's the history all in just text. Uh, Which, you, if you were young, you'd be like, I'm not going to fucking read all this it. shit. Fuck that. Is it a lot? Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, uh, these these were, and the cutscenes with dialogue were, like, almost Metal Gear 4 length cutscenes. It's a fucking story. So I'm doing more of that than playing, but then there are sections where it's it's old school. This what Dreamcast. So this was before PS2, where a lot of the levels are like, okay, you die, you start all the way back from the beginning, and hey, you only get ten credits. You know, Damn. like you only get ten credits to beat, and if if you die, you have to start all the way back. So there's, I was like wondering, like, okay, I've been playing for like an hour. Did it save? You ha- chapters are so long that the save you might not be able to save until an hour and thirty minutes in. So if you die within those ten credits, you're going all the way back from the beginning. You have Damn. to do all that shit all over again. Luckily, you can skip you can skip the the cutscenes, uh, which are in-game engine ones. It is interesting, but I got to a point where I'm like, I died and had to go all the way back, and I'm like, I'm cool. I went online yeah. to see is like you can you can put infinite continues and I'm like you know what? I might do that later because it's like <laughs> it's just not yeah. it's not worth going through that and it doesn't make sense but it's it's not a horrible game but it's those games where you know how to cheese it so like okay the strong attacks are just to jump and slash you know mm-hmm. like it is interesting so it's like a FromSoft game yeah it's from yeah no yo yo oh, dude yeah you're right because I was watching a lot of people streaming it like yeah. uh, Game Grumps and Matt McMuscles. And they were talking about before Elden Ring. It's yeah, it's basically fucking Dark Souls. It is, <laughs> but because when you swing the sword, if it hits up against a wall, it bangs up against oh, really? it. Yeah, yeah, but since it's early Dreamcast era, the levels are freaking confined, so you're oh, hitting okay. everything yeah. every fucking Fuck. time. So it is. I'll take Elden Ring, and Elden Ring isn't even bad. Like yeah. this is like really rough. But being a fan of, of Berserk, I was just like, oh, this is kind of cool. And then sometimes it's just like, I don't, I don't <laughs> like this. Like this isn't cool. Yeah. Um, the other Berserk game, there's a Japanese-only PS2 one, which I heard was a, a continuation of this one, which actually looked better, and some people say it's, it's better mm-hmm. in ways. And then there's the Musou games, the uh, Dynasty Warrior-type games, which I hear that one is okay, but I am ex- I haven't tried it yet, but I am excited to try it because I see where it is chapter-wise, and I'm like, oh, I get to see these other characters that I really enjoy like in a game. And again, it's... It's only something you'll get really into if you know the source material, and um, I highly recommend uh, reading Berserk if you never have. I think it's it's, it's really good, and uh, and Bethel, you started reading that, right? Yeah, I'm on the third volume. I, um, um, Super Eye Patch Wolf made a video of it. Yeah, uh, it was like a two hour video. I was like, damn, I want to watch it, but uh, I I can't because it'll spoil it. And yeah. then you said you were talking about how good it was, so I just decided to buy it. And I got fucking really obsessed with it. Yeah. It's fucking. It's a really. It's a really good uh, uh, series. Um, but yeah, I've been speeding through the uh, first couple of volumes. Uh, so much so that I, I kind of got an obsession with other manga. That uh, I ended up buying myself an iPad. Oh, did and you? Getting the uh, Shonen Jump app uh-huh. on uh, on the iPad. Yeah. Uh, Three dollars a month, you get a shit ton of uh, manga. <gasps> I've been reading this this. Um, this manga called uh, Kaiju Number Eight. Oh, I've heard of it. Yeah, it's fucking dope, dude. It? Yeah, yeah, it's like the first the first uh, chapter in it. It just like kind of sucks you in, and I just kept reading. It was like, fuck, yeah. this is a really, it's a really good. Uh, the art in is real nice, but the story in it's fucking. 
Yeah. It's it's really cool. I mean, it's it's got a lot of stereotypical shit, or like the typical shit that you see on, on in manga. Yeah. But uh, yeah, dude, it's I've been been kind of getting sorry, been getting obsessed with the uh, with reading reading this fucking all this shit. Yeah. So yeah, I'm excited to keep reading it. Uh, but yeah, that um, I recommend reading the manga, and uh, only if you're a fan, try to play the games because the Berserk Dreamcast one is worth a ton of money. Uh, I have it, wink, wink, kind of have it, and uh, you bought uh, it, damn, this is crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You bought it. Uh, so I would only say play it if you're a fan. But yeah. if you're just gonna play it nonchalantly, it's like it's not great. It's yeah, not, it's not good. The, you said uh, the saving in between chapters. It reminded me of uh, I saw that Matt Mc, Matt McMuscles video uh-huh. where he talked about uh, uh, Demon Souls about how the first the idea was to originally was to. If you died in the game, it'll you delete. died in real life. No, if, oh, okay. if you died in the game, it'll delete that file, and you oh, have to start over. I like, heard fuck, about that. Yeah. would have been so bad. I would never fucking. But there were people who loved it. Who yeah. love it. Who love that. And I think some people do that with like certain games. Oh really? Like I know people play Pokemon. I forget what they call it, but they play Pokemon. Like if your Pokemon faints, they count it as dying, and you have to get rid of that Pokemon. Oh okay. Like you can't use it anymore. Yeah. Which it's a way to make it harder for them. So yeah. That's pretty. Sounds pretty cool. Uh, so I finally, finally, even though I've seen it and I've talked about it on here that my niece played it and beat it, uh, but I finally played through and completed Until Dawn for the PlayStation 4 on my <laughs> PlayStation 5. And going through Until Dawn again, it's still great, man. Yeah. I, uh, Until Dawn like made me, going through it, I streamed the whole thing. Going through it again and making the decisions and like I kind of forgot a lot of stuff from my niece's playthrough. The only thing is I think I remembered like a couple of times like oh I can't do this because this is how I know this character dies so I got to do the opposite thing. <laughs> I think I only knew that for two characters, yeah. but uh, uh, no, it was so fun getting war ready for the quarry to come out in the next like month or two, uh, and and then going through it like just really appreciating how they did until dawn, uh, but even talking about that because that game came out in 2015 I keep saying 19 2015 so that's been a while there are some things I would say I hope the quarry does better where um, being able to uh, uh, walk through the levels like in Until Dawn there's no run button but you can hold the L1 button on the PlayStation controller to make them speed up walking a bit Mm -hmm. more but there are moments where it's like oh okay like i can I at least run to get through here? And then uh, also exploration with the controller. Not bad, but there's moments where the game is completely in 3D. You know, it's a 3D game, but it does have like the Resident Evil type of uh, fixed camera angles. Uh, it has a moment where like you'll be a fixed camera angle where the camera will be probably above behind your character. And then it'll switch to in front of your character. And it gives you a few seconds to adjust your control stick to the right direction if you don't and let's say you are pressing forward right on your controller and now your character is going forward in front of you you have to adjust going down to follow your character's direction if you don't your character just goes and turns around and it gets kind of annoying it's not horrible but i hope they fix that i hope they have more of a running or even faster walking animation because after a while it's like okay i guess this is this is to build tension, yeah. but after a while you're just like, okay, let's go, because I'm, I'm, you know. Yeah, and they didn't really use that to their advantage too, like the the slow walking. They did. There wasn't a lot of like, either not jump scares or even just like a 
um, yes. tension building. I mean, it was for the tension building, but like they could have they could have easily just added the running to it because mm-hmm. they didn't really use the uh, any of the any of the yeah they did scares or anything. they did that probably two or three yeah. times in that game. They didn't really try to jump jump scare you that often, but there was a few. But um, going through it, I forgot how brutal that fucking story is because it gets brutal even when people do or don't die or even the subject matter of certain things i think a lot of the actors you have a uh, rami malik who's mm-hmm. on there every when i streamed everyone's like oh that looks like rami malik and i'm like it is him yeah. and they're like oh shit no wonder you know everyone was surprised <laughs> and then of course hayden penitary uh everyone's like save the cheerleader save the world type of thing because she was on heroes and then there someone they're else talked about Stromer. huh peter Stromer. Is that a guy from Agents of Shield, or who's that? I don't know. The guy from uh, um, Veris Demani Labaski, the, the Nihilists. He was in it. Yeah, he's the fucking bald dude, the psychiatrist. Oh shit, you're right, Labowski. My bad, my yeah. bad. No one that brought him up actually. Peter uh, Stromer. Yeah. yeah, he's he's really good. Like every dude, everything about that game is like really good. So that's why, again, I never play the Dark Pictures uh, trilogy or quadrilogy or whatever it was that they did. Later on, that super, super massive ended up doing, but I just never felt like it was what. I, from hearing from a lot of people saying it wasn't like Until Dawn, or it didn't have that, that not the hook, but it just wasn't. It didn't have what everyone kind of wanted. So mm-hmm. for me, I stayed away from those, not because I didn't want to play them, but because they kind of set that series up as a. It's a four different stories. We're gonna release them individually separately as time goes on i thought oh okay i'll just wait till they bundle it in a collection which i don't know if they'll still do that or if they they never said they were going to so that's what i was waiting for i don't know if they're gonna do that but i never got around to it but from what i hear it wasn't like the successor that people wanted mm-hmm. of until dawn yeah. but what i hear what they're talking about with the quarry is that that's what that's gonna be so i'm excited for that and uh it was fun it was great going through until dawn and uh, still a great game, very, very fantastic. Yeah, so that's pretty much it. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. So see you in a bit. You're listening to 3PC News with your hosts, Jesse Lira, Robert Esparza, and Joe Ramirez. Sega is reportedly working on a big budget reboot for Crazy Taxi and Jet Set Radio with the intention of creating new installments that generate recurring revenue and online communities. According to a report from Bloomberg, the reboots are part of Sega's Super Game Initiative, which aims to create games with large communities and the ability to generate a long tail of revenue. Basically, the Fortnite model of microtransactions fueled, or sorry, microtransactions fueled content drops. Bloomberg sources claim that Crazy Taxi reboot has been in development for over a year and that Sega aims to release it within the next two or three years. It and Jet Set Radio are allegedly two of four planned super games, with a third apparently being a first-person shooter that aims to generate $780 million over its lifetime. 
Both Crazy Taxi and Jesset Radio date back to the Dreamcast, and so it seems as if nostalgia may be part of Sega's plan here, should the games be a reality. And even if both are in active development, Bloomberg sources state that they are both in early stages and could still be cancelled. Beto Joe, what do you guys think of this announcement of bringing those two games to a newer future with microtransactions and a type of online player base? I don't know how they're going to make the... I'll give you my answer right here. <laughs> Joe gave a thumbs down. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to do make have these both of these games uh, be online. I don't get it. They'll, they'll come up with something, but my yeah. first thought when I heard this was, I love Crazy Taxi. I know you guys love Crazy yeah. Taxi. I love Jet Set Radio. If you, uh, Jet Set Radio. You guys love Jet Set Radio. But are these names big enough to warrant this? I think it has a, like a, a cult following, but I don't think it'll be. Yeah, but huge, like my like, nephews, right, who are yeah. playing or kids who are playing Fortnite. Do you think they'll see that and go, Yeah, I want. Oh yeah, Crazy Taxi. It's like, I just don't. I get what they're trying to do. Okay, what could they do? Like you just said right now, Bethel. Huh. Uh, my only guess is okay. Maybe every it's a hunt. Let's say let's make it up. Hundred players on Crazy Taxi, all trying to get cab fares, and whoever gets the most cab, you know, make it some sort of crazy things where oh shit, I could oh Bethel's online. I could try to knock his fare off and grab some of his passengers. Some of his passengers will jump over to mine if I get him at the right time. I'll earn his money plus double XP. Like. There could be ideas that are like Run that. Run over all their passengers that they're trying to get. Kill them, right? And then you have to pay fines. Like, just all this stuff. There's, I could think of ideas, but I just don't understand how, like, I don't I don't know, man. I really. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do that. Um, Yeah, just seeing that they, they're announcing and trying to make it like a, uh, a free-to-play kind of game. I really, I mean, I don't know if it's going to be free-to-play, but it, yeah, it really does not interest me to fucking the, that online aspect. Because they're both, I mean, they're both single-player games. I don't know how. I'm sure they'll think of something, do something for it, but just something at the moment. Uh, We don't have enough information, Mm. but I, it's something that just, just from hearing that article, that does not interest me. It, it doesn't do anything for me. Uh I I just feel like at this point, like Crazy Taxi. I think for one, Crazy Taxi was something like that was a special game that just hit really well at the time that I don't think really works as well now it just you know it was unless you play the original it came arcade. at the right time uh, not only did it come out in the arcades but like launching for you know the Dreamcast it, it just was yeah there's something about it that just hit like right time right place um, so to have that come back with microtransactions, I, I don't know. I just like you you said too, like in a Fortnite world, it just doesn't seem like it's going to be, it, it's not going to catch. Um, Jet Set Radio or Jet Grand Radio, whatever you want to call it, um, another really cool game, but I, I, I almost kind of like, I cringe to think of how fucking shitty it would become if it was just this free-to-play microtransactions fucking game where it's like, oh man, that's not how I remember it being. Uh-huh. So again, it's almost like something that I don't want to see. Like, I just don't want to see it become that. So, um, uh-huh. for, for me, both of those are a hard no. Although, the, uh, I will add one little funny, funny thing. When you sent the link for that, I saw a picture of the fucking Dreamcast and I was like, the first thing I thought was like, oh, I, and I knew it wasn't the case, but 
But I was like, oh man, how awesome would it be if they just randomly announced the Dreamcast 2? <laughs> That's what I thought. And I was like, fuck, yeah. that would sound so cool. So yeah. <laughs> That's where my mind went, you know. But yeah, they, they don't do anything for me. Like, here's the thing it it's going to take a team to come up with a really good idea for this to take off. Like, there are ways. Look, you're taking the name or whatever. There are ideas. If they can make it fun and fast, like something like a crazy taxi where let's say it is everyone going for fares, everyone trying to get the top rank. If it's fun, addictive, you get something there, right? And I think the benefit there is if you have good gameplay and a really fun concept and throw in that crazy taxi name, you're already there in a, in a way. Like you could make something. Same thing with Jet Set Radio. I don't think that name is as I don't even think Crazy Taxi is a big name either, but like compared to Crazy Taxi and Jet Set Radio, I'd say Crazy Taxi is a bigger name than Jet Set Radio. But even that, you're in a huge city having to tag, run away from the cops. Maybe other people could fucking try to send the cops to you, like rat you out. If it's fun and addictive gameplay, they got something there. But it all takes a team that they have doing it, and this could all fail, right? Like Destruction All-Stars. It looked cool. It sounded like it could be fun. I played it for like an hour and nothing wanted me to come back at all. This also makes me think about are these titles, these names even worth it? And it's hard to say because I remember years ago, I don't know if you remember this Joe, but a long time ago you said, I don't think Tony Hawk is worth a $60 purchase. I don't think Tony Hawk can come back. It's not worth it. Even at $20, maybe at best. You thought Tony Hawk was done. That type of game was not a $60 value full price game anymore. Then they come out with Tony Hawk 1 and 2 remakes. Again, it's a remake, but it was a full-fledged, what, $50, $60 game. And it fucking did really well. So we don't know. We could be wrong. And like, yeah, maybe just the name sells. And we're wrong. Just, but it's hard so to kind of... I, I, what? I will say this. I agree with you. It did sell well. I still didn't buy it. (laughs) Yeah, you didn't buy it, but like, as in like, as everyone else, it fucking did really well. You didn't buy it. You weren't going to get it. I understand that, but you were saying like, I don't think that will work anymore. Yeah, and uh, you know, you can't doubt it because they had one fail after another and there was years without a skating game. So I would have fucking probably been like, yeah, well, at the time I was like, no, it'll still work. I'm not trying to say I was right. I'm just saying, at that time, I was like, everyone's been starving for something. If you just make it good and fun, and again, what they had on their hands was nostalgia. Like, yes, now you can go, of course it was going to work, because they just remade one and two. What? What what year did that come up? The Tony Hawk remakes? Yeah. Uh, Right when COVID happened, 2020? 20 or 2019? No, no, it wasn't 19. It was 2020, because I remember... Uh, playing it a ton because I wasn't working at the time. Okay. It was August of that year. Maybe, maybe yeah. even, maybe even, uh, COVID helped it too because people were just like, well, I'm looking for games and nostalgia. And again, you know, I would even argue it probably, you know, a big part of why it did well was the nostalgia. I don't think it's going to have, I still don't think it's going to have long term, like, it's not going to be a long term thing where they're going to continue with it. But hey, I hope I'm wrong. Right now, I think we're all in the same boat where it's like, how does this work? You know, like, and again, even the article says this is in the early stages. Sega could just cancel it. 
It, pro- yeah. it, it might be just something we hear and gets canceled. Yeah, it's so weird that the end they said that. Oh, it might get canceled though. Well, it's because this is a Bloomberg report, so it's not like Sega's officially announcing it. This is just what's been rumored. Mm-hmm. Again, it's rumored, and a lot of shit you can even hear. You hear even hear games that are almost done get canceled, and there was millions of dollars spent on it. So, but yeah, I mean, in a way, like it's it's weird too because they are great games. Sequels that came out for it didn't really do well, but yeah, I mean. Again, if you have the right team, but it, that's what made me think of what Joe said a long time ago. Because even okay, let's say they didn't even talk about this, or this was reported, but they were just saying we're making sequels, we're making another sequel to uh, Crazy Taxi, another sequel to Jet Set Radio. Right? There was no conversation about it being a multiplayer microtransaction thing. They were just saying we're making another sequel. I would have been like, that's not going to work anymore. No one's going to want to pay sixty dollars for a Crazy Taxi. That's just just how it was, you know. No one's going to pay $60 for a Jet Set Radio because last time there was a Jet Set Radio was for the original F- Xbox, Jet Set Radio Future, Jet Set Future. The last time there was a... Shit, yeah, the last time there was a new Crazy Taxi was both... They were both only Xbox titles. Crazy Taxi 3, High Rollers or something. No, actually, I was wrong. I think the last one was the PSP one. But anyway. What yeah, if, it's, it's hard to What if they make mobile games? They put those on mobile. Yeah? Yeah. They, well, they put them on mobile to the game. No, talking about the remakes. No, it, it's it's a Bloomberg report. It's a new one. Oh, okay. Multiplayer, microtransaction type of game. That just makes me think of a mobile game, though. Microtransactions. Yeah. How that, that kind of game would be. I mean, we talked about it last week in microtransactions. Classic 90s beat-em-up Streets of Rage looks to be the latest video game to get its own movie, according to Deadline. The upcoming video game adaptation is currently in the works with John Wick creator Derek Kolstad writing the script. It certainly feels like a good time for Sega to adapt more of its exciting properties with Sonic the Hedgehog 2 dominating the box office and impressing critics. Streets of Rage first appeared on the Sega Genesis back in 1991. Also, Dwayne The Rock Johnson will now produce the It Takes Two movie adaptation. Variety reports that Johnson is set to join Danny Garcia and Hiram Garcia to produce the project on behalf of Seven Bucks Productions for Amazon Studios and DJ2 Entertainment. So he's going to start it or what? Okay, now there's a report that according to the report, it's also possible that Johnson will star in the movie, though the cast hasn't been finalized yet. I, I would think he would. I mean, I don't know. Like, I could be wrong, but I, I would think he would. I Okay, I've played the... It, me and Bethel have played It Takes Two, and I think the best role for uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is the book. Yeah. Nah, the book, the book has to be like Cheech. Cheech Murray. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what do you guys think of the Streets of Rage, or the possible Streets of Rage movie? The Streets? The Streets of Screech Rage? Rage? Screech of Rage? I'm just saying it better have a fucking great soundtrack. I mean... Who's it? Yoji Kincharu. What's the who's who's the who's the guy who makes the song? Yoji Kincharu? I forget his name. I mean, you know, yeah, truthfully, I hope that that's like I, I hope that's like a streaming kind of. That would be kind of cool if that was like a streaming movie, like just something to come to like exclusively. Like Mortal Kombat like or something like that. Yuzo Koshiro. Yuzo Koshiro is the the guy who makes the soundtracks for the the earlier Streets of Rage games, and he did any, a couple of tracks any, for Street Rage Four. Any. Any Kamozi, right? Yeah, Hot Stepper. Yeah, I know yeah. what you're talking about. Um, this I, I don't I think 
Well, with Sega doing their properties and they've been talking about doing movies on their properties and how Sonic is doing well, I think this one's going to be a straight to theaters, especially if you're getting the John Wick people to it. All I want is, yes, Yuzo Koshiro to do the music, and I hope it's set in the 90s because that would be fucking cool. Be cool. Joe doesn't want that. For some reason, I'm not... It's no, not going to sell if it's reason, in the 90s. I don't, I don't see it. Uh, for some reason, I don't see it being a theater release because I feel like... You know, Dude, Joe, you don't raises. see the thing going only in theaters. No, I don't. Just, with the, even with the success that, of Sonic, too? Yeah, but like Sonic is a fucking like universally known franchise where I feel like Streets of Rage really isn't. It, From the people who brought you John Wick, starring Brad Pitt. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be Brad Pitt. But I mean, I, you know, like, I, I just... Leonardo like, DiCaprio. I, I, I don't see them doing that, and they just, it's just him, it's just Leo grunting, like in the fucking, the gray, or, or not the gray, the, uh, what was that one where he gets fucking mauled by the bear? Revenant? Is that what it is? is yeah, it? that one, where he's just like, oh, it's just him fucking yeah. grunting while the bear. Like, all right, all right, all right. For right. the people that brought you Sonic, or yeah. for the people that brought you John Wick, Streets of Rage starring John Wick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Joe. Right now, yeah. let's make that bet. If this Streets of Rage movie is is gonna uh, be made and it gets made, I'm gonna say it is gonna be in theaters. You say it's not gonna be in theaters, correct? I think it's going to get a. a uh, okay. No, huh? no, no. no. Beto, make it, you make it up. You make it up, Joe. Beto. VHS. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say it would get a. I think it'll get a. If it does hit theaters, it will also simultaneously come out on some kind of a streaming format. Okay. Time. Okay, so yours is it has to be theaters and streaming format minus only in theaters. If you're wrong, what should it be, Bethel? If if he's wrong, if if we're either of us is wrong, if Joe if Joe if, if Jesse's wrong, if Joe's wrong, you buy him a cheeseburger. If Jesse's wrong, Joe pees in his face. <laughs> I'm cool with that. I'll just buy a cheeseburger just it's fine. No. No, no, it's not fair. Beto had to come <laughs> with it. Gonna, I'll yeah. accept the consequences of my actions. Yeah, I just don't see it being, like I said, for, you know, for what it is, I just don't see it being... Why, Joe? I told you why. It's not... It's not... It's not a huge... It's not like that huge fucking franchise for them to go off of. I don't know. I just don't see that being something they do. I mean, okay. Obviously... Sure, if they attach a huge fucking name to it, then yeah, you know, of course that could happen. But I, I don't think. First, I don't think they should. Why? It to be like a throwback to like just put in some fucking really good uh, stuntman or, or or fucking martial artist and have them just do a kick-ass fucking streaming fucking move. First Why does it have to just movie? be streaming? Why can't it be in theaters? I just don't think it would do as well because if you have nobody well known on a on an IP that is. So the only the only the stuff that comes out in theaters are the ones that can only do well. No, I'm just saying. I think I think this would be the perfect. It's the perfect kind of movie to put on a fucking streaming. You know, the the IP is not a huge. It's not a well known IP. Uh-huh. If it's not a, it's, if you don't attach a fucking well known director to it, or, I mean a well known actor to it, you know, I just don't see how it would be that successful. Shia LaBeouf, and, bro. Fight. He got his ass kicked by that fucking security dude that one time. He's gonna fight security in this. 
<laughs> Mike Tyson, bro. He's the punching people. Rage, the story of the streets of rage. What uh, do you think, Beto? The, the story of Shia LaBeouf. Just in general. Streets of Rage and It Takes Two. Uh, I'm like, whatever about him. I mean, it's... I don't know. The, the, the uh, success rate for video game movies isn't great. Uh, I don't know. I mean, there's more story for it in, in It Takes Two, so you'll probably get a better story from that than in The Streets of Rage. Mm-hmm. Streets of Rage, I feel like they're just going to fucking do just like a bunch of silly shit to it that I'm not really going to like. Yeah. Um, so I'm not really that interested in a Streets of Rage movie. I would be more interested in the um, um, It Takes Two movie, but I'm just like, whatever. I, really I mean, it all takes, like, you're all right. What about and... a semen movie, Beto? A what? A semen movie. Okay, be, I know I you meant C-Man, but you really want to see Seaman, huh? Nah, I'm just, I, I, I know what Joe's C-Man. into. Seaman. Yeah, it's the name of the movie. I love Seaman. Hey, there, there's talks of them doing Yakuza, too, I remember. Sega wants to do all these movies yeah. based on their properties. Hey, it's hey, just hey, going to take... It, look, the Sonic ones are do well, right? The Sonic hey. ones do well. But if... Look, okay, let's say they do, they do Streets of Rage and it tanks. Yeah, then after that, I could either see them be like, okay, we're done, or yeah, everything else goes streaming. Yeah. Hey, hey, fucking semen, semen, boys hole, boys soul. Same shit, dude. It's all the fucking same. Shit dynasty. Holds a hole, right, nasty. Joe? I think Joe is just saying holds um, a hole. No matter no, what it's attached to. I, I think, I, I just think it's, it's not, it's not. Like if they just go with this movie without like a fucking A-list actor, they're gonna quickly just be like, yeah, yeah, we'll put the next. We'll, we won't be doing that again. Michael Sarah. Don't see it. <laughs> Michael Sarah. <in> Streets <laughs> of Rage. As wait, 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 Axel. Michael Sarah is Axel. As Axel. No, but like, I, I, I think- I'm. I, I mean, it's all speculation because they just talked about it. But again, my thing is like '90s, Koshira music. I'm, I'm sold. There's some really... Uh, my, my whole thing is, like, there's some really fucking cool action movies that didn't get, like, gigantic, like, theater releases. That I, and I would be like, I just Which think ones? it would be cool if... Huh? Which ones? Uh, there's some really cool shit. Like, I just watched some independent shit. That one, the fucking wrestler one, what was it? The, the Legend of Baron Toa or some shit like that? What's uh, that? He's a... Uh, well, if it's huge, I should t- know what it is, right? T- it wasn't big, though. That's what I'm saying. Why? Like you're over here saying like it's it's huge. Like, it's not huge. I said, no, I, you said I it was just, huge. I'm saying I, I haven't heard of it. I didn't say it was huge. I said it was a cool slow budget. Movie. It's a good like, size. It would be cool to get a really. <laughs> uh, 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 yeah. No, but I'm saying it was a cool low budget movie. Listen to when I talk, and you know you'll get this, Jesse. Uh, it was no, but a low you're saying movie. that like, I think we're... that didn't deserve to be in the theater because it was that low movie? budget. No, I said it was a cool low budget movie that was really just really cool and I uh-huh. think it would be cool if Sega went that route with like hey we're going to release this and it's just really cool. It's, you know, it, they focus more on the fucking action and you know the like like whatever story you want to throw behind it. I mean, you don't really need a huge story, but like and just be like hey, let's let's put this out there and then let let it kind of be a grassroots thing where it's like yeah, we release this and then like have there be anticipation and build up for a follow-up instead of just being like here, we're going to spit this out into the theater and it could possibly die. Because I like Streets of Rage and I just don't think throwing it out there with, I mean, again, obviously, if they fucking put like a well-known megastar behind it, sure, it could do great. But just but, hearing that the John people who worked on John Wick isn't 
like at least a little bit like oh they're, they're going the right direction because we're still again like you said we don't know who's in it we it's don't, promising it's, it's promising early. don't yeah. get me wrong yeah it's a promising thing how well did Mr. Nobody do I love that movie don't get me wrong it fucking, it was a, it's a great movie but like I don't think it fucking sold gangbusters it was a good movie it got reviewed well yeah I mean it was during like the pandemic when people were starting to go to the theaters you really think that movie would have killed it in the theaters? Like I don't know. I, 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 I don't think so. it would have. That's just my opinion. I'll give you my honest opinion. I don't think it would have killed it. Yeah, but we wouldn't but it really was a cool know. Movie. It was a fucking, but it was a really cool movie. Yeah. It didn't deserve to go... Well, it streamed too, no? It's streaming now. Yeah, but didn't it stream when it came out? Like you had a choice between streaming or... I don't think so. I think it did because there was an... I remember one time thinking about, well, what movie am I going to watch? And I remember that was streaming, but I forgot on what. I paid for it. I did. I when it was fucking streaming, I paid the uh, probably what was twenty bucks to watch it. Yeah, and I I watched. It. I thought it was fucking cool. Okay, movie. Now, what's the barrage barometer of success for, for what? Which, like you said, it you don't think it did well. I could look it up. Nobody. Mm. Box office. Like if it makes its return and more. Or did it if it flopped? Um, I don't know. Let's say hundred million. I mean, I guess I guess it's hard to really say, right? I guess because I mean, if it makes, it's got to make more than its own money. It's got to do at least double that. Yeah, and that, that didn't that two, didn't that didn't look too like too. Uh, yeah, like that's you said, what I'm it was saying. Low budget. It didn't look like it was that expensive to make yeah. either. So it's hard to fucking say. I don't think it's called Mr. Nobody because I'm getting this Belgian film from 2020. Nobody. It's just Nobody. I think it's called Nobody. Is it Nobody? I don't even fucking remember what it's called anymore. <laughs> I don't. Oh, uh, yeah, it's Nobody. It only cost $60 million to make. Oh. 16? Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. It made 57 million. It made 50, yeah. So, did it. So, did it not deserve to be in theaters? For, at 57 million, not really. Yeah, but, it, 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 but Joe like, just said really, if like, it doubled its money. I mean, then any movies can double their but, money. Like, are you gonna get like yeah? But there, there's no one's gonna be in a rich. But like, yeah, let's just do it. Hey, like, Morpheus, Morbius, Morbius didn't double its money. Yeah. No. It, yeah. It, it, fucking, it, it also cost like hundred fucking million dollars to make or some bullshit like that. Right? Yeah. So nobody is a bigger success than Morbius. How much did it make? I would fucking add. I'll say yes. Sure. Yeah. It is. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, you're not wrong about there's some movies that should be, like, streaming or in theaters. Are we going to get a Nobody 2? It's my thing. It's like, no, we're probably not. I didn't watch that movie. Did he die? Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Shit, forget it. Don't tell me anything about the movie. Exactly. You didn't watch it. So that's the thing. Like, that's the kind of thing I'm fucking saying. Like, Oh, I get it. If I don't watch it, it's not worth it. You're right. You're right, Joe. You're right. Watch it. You're right. How many how many people watched it though? Like it was a, it is a really fucking cool movie, and I think a good it, it, it did decent. But like Beth was saying, like fifty seven million, like you're saying, is that gonna warrant like yellow? So it has to make Spider Man numbers. It doesn't have to. Oh. Listen, you're jumping to a whole fucking different thing. I know what you're trying to do here, like in arguing this, but like it's you're you're not also not. No, but you sense told me it had to double, and it did. Sure, like like it's gotta do. No, no, if it's gonna be profitable, it has to double. Sure. It is probably like if it's gonna are if it's gonna like warrant an entire sequel like like to be like yeah let's just throw all our money at it it's gonna have to do more than that sure you can be profitable sure 
And it reviewed well? Yeah, it fucking actually reviewed great. Yeah. So what is it considered a success and not a success? Because it already it, it, got in, two. In of its fucking, in of it, what it is, it's a success. Sure. I, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I hope that that's what we get out of fucking uh, Streets of Rage. But, like, I personally think that IP, yeah, you can say John Wick, cool, great. Uh, but you throw that IP out there, you know, just to throw in the theaters, I think you're kind of like setting it up for a possible failure. Mm-hmm. I'd rather see it succeed. On streaming. Sure. Mm-hmm. To build, to build, to build a, what do you call it? To build some kind of a fucking, uh, to build a, uh, like a fan base to get people excited about it. Mm-hmm. Or do a, or do a, a dual release. Yeah. Xenoblade Chronicles 3 to launch in July, months earlier than the originally announced. And also, Splatoon 3 is a September release. So, originally, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 was going to come out in... It was previously September for Xenoblade, but it got pushed up for July. And then they announced today Splatoon 3 is coming out in September. So, a lot of people were excited uh, and kind of baffled because you mostly, usually, a lot of the times here games get pushed or delayed but this one is actually coming out earlier and the announcement of splatoon 3 also nintendo announced that the dlc for splatoon 2 is free for anyone who has the nintendo switch online expansion pass so what do you guys think of uh, a i know you guys aren't into the xenoblade chronicles games but the idea of a game coming out sooner rather than later and it also uh with a little incentive of Splatoon 3 uh, getting the DLC for the second game for free. Yeah, I mean, it gets really rare, but it wasn't... What game was it that got released a little earlier? Was it... Uh, was it Ghost of Tsushima? It kind of took its place for... It was supposed to be like Last of Us or something. I think something like that so, happened. Yeah. That's the most recent one that I had, but I, before that, I never heard anything like anything yeah. get um, pushed for pushed uh, the date get pushed yeah, yeah, yeah. forward. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's really it's 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 fucking weird. <laughs> um, well, that's cool for Zeno. You know what? Blade friends. Yeah, Zeno Blade, Blade fans. Yeah, yeah. that's good for them. I mean, uh, when was Splatoon? What was that supposed to come out? There was no release date. Today oh, is when okay. they got its official release date. Oh, okay. I thought it, it also got a pushed forward Mm-mm. um i mean it's cool i guess i mean it's it, for me i don't know i feel like i'm not gonna play xenoblade at all but uh splatoon <laughs> is one of those games where like i, I want to play it but i, I don't know man it's, it, it's really it's like it, it splatoon 2 came out it came and went and nobody felt like nobody really played it after after yeah. the first couple months yeah so i'm i'm hoping that's not the case with the third one but I really don't. I'm not holding my hopes. Uh, I'm not really hopeful that they're gonna support it as as long either. Cause it was like Splatoon 2 was like more of the same, which isn't bad, and there was some refinements. But yeah, it just didn't keep me as hooked as one did. Yeah. And I don't know how much of that was because there wasn't really an easy way to just talk to your friends. Which, in a way, yes, you can complain. You want that like easy access on your console, but we all have phones. We could just talk that way. But then it does get kind of annoying having to do that. Um, I did. They did show some footage of the new Splatoon, and there was some stuff. It like it looked a bit better, 
And I want to say I didn't catch it till the end that there's like a hook shot now where you can kind of traverse faster and just hook shot in the air to pull you. I don't know if that was everybody or if you had a certain ability. I don't know. There was some new weapons, new stuff. Looked cool. I'm in the same boat as you where I'm just kind of like, I don't, I don't know. But then how's this any... And like we could also say too, I don't know if you said this, but... Yeah, like the everyone was surprised. Like, what Splatoon three already? But how's that any different from a yearly Call of Duty, which is gonna stop pretty soon? A yearly Madden, like, how is that not okay for Splatoon, but okay for these other ones? You get what I'm saying? So, like, I but at the same time, I'm in your boat where I just don't care to get it. So I don't know where that like kind of falls. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's weird. It's, Cause you could bitch like just way too soon, but yeah. again, there's yearly fucking titles. And when did two come out? Like four years uh, ago? Three years ago? I want to say three. It was like uh, year one, right? Around there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What about you, Joe? What do you think of the Splatoon stuff? Uh, Splatoon sounds cool. Uh, I couldn't give a shit about it. <laughs> uh, I mean, what would it take for you to to want to even? Give it because did you you did you get one or two, or did you never play those? I played the first one, uh, like a little bit of the first one. Yeah, yeah. did you like it? Uh, like an hour, got into it. It's just that that type that style of game. It's not not for me. Uh, mm-hmm. The whole uh, it really is. You just move up to an enemy. Uh, I know it's a role playing game, but you move up to an enemy and you hit the button. It just does it does a lot of the work. I know there's more to it, but oh it's wait, just did I say Xenoblade thing. or was I talking Splatoon? I'm sorry, my bad. Xenoblade. Oh, okay, my bad. Yeah, Xenoblade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's not my style. Okay. I like Splatoon. Splatoon's cool. Yeah. Uh, would I play a third one? It's it's possible, but uh-huh. no guarantee. I like the second one. Yeah. I thought it was fun, but um, uh, so that one, you know, that one I would definitely consider. I mean it's cool like you said I, I, I like Xenoblade game, the Xenoblade games it's cool like oh it's it's much earlier this time uh, I wonder how much that has to do with COVID and what I mean by that is we're so used to things getting more delayed because of COVID but is this because well we said September because because of COVID mm. but you know when things started coming along like you know because people were getting used to transitioning into like working from home i don't know if it was like maybe a month or two ago they're like hey we can actually this can actually we're almost done like this could actually come out sooner yeah. i wonder if it was that like, like them projecting like promise okay, under hey, deliver or sept- over deliver under promise with the whatever yeah i know what you mean <laughs> i wonder <laughs> if i could say it i wonder how much it's that where they're like actually we can release this in july yeah like we're good we just we overestimated because we weren't sure how much covid was going to affect everything you know what I mean? Because you always hear the opposite with COVID. Oh, because of COVID, or this is a possibility because of COVID, something's getting delayed. But I'm, I'm wondering if this is the opposite. Under promise, over deliver. There you go. <laughs> um, also, a thing Nintendo announced with Xenoblade Chronicles 3 that the special edition will only be purchasable on their online store. So you won't be able to buy the collector's edition, special edition of the game oh, on like Ama- uh, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles oh, 3. Okay. On Amazon or Walmart or Best Buy or Target, it's only gonna be it's gonna be the first time where they're only gonna sell that on their online store. That's gonna be super fucking rare in the future. <laughs> so I wonder how easy it might be or how hard it's gonna be, and then it made me think, oh, whatever the Zelda one's gonna be, it's only gonna be on their store too. Is oh, my yeah. guess. 
So yeah, that's we better make a lot. Look at all that bacon. <laughs> all news and articles are from publications like IGN, Gotaku, Destructoid, Engadget, GameSpot, and Polygon. Thank you for listening to 3PC News. We'll be back after the break. You guys love Sonic so much. You guys watch the movies. You buy everything Sonic when it comes out. Did you guys know that the Sonic Retro Remaster Collection Sonic Origins will be released on Sonic's birthday, June 23rd, 2022? Sonic Origins is a collection of several 2D Sonic games released on the Genesis, including Sonic the Hedgehog 1, 2, Sonic 3, and Knuckles and Sonic CD. All of these games will be digitally remastered for current platforms. Along with the release date, Sega announced that Sonic Origins will be released on PlayStation 5, PS4, Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC starting at $39.99. Pre-orders are live now. Pre-order bonus will net you 100 medallion bonus. Mirror mode unlocked and letterbox visuals and more expensive digital deluxe editions for $44.99. The original Sonic games are 2D side-scrolling platforms where players speed their way toward the end of each level. So it looks like a lot of these... Uh, Check and correct you. Speed your way to the f- end of each first level. <laughs> first level? Mm-hmm. And that, that's it after? Um, so a lot, of, a lot of these Sonic... The Sonic the Hedgehog games looks like they're remastered, redone, widescreen, but not the type of widescreen where it's like stretches the image they're mm. actually like really doing a nice job doing all this stuff but this is why I bring this up for this week's topic today because Sonic's Origins release date and additions were announced earlier and fans aren't happy with the amount of locked off DLC including the hard missions camera controls on elements of the main menu and character and animation while playing music so on the website there's this whole chart as you can see here Bethel Oh, you can't see it if you're listening to the uh, soundtrack. But hey, guys, for uh, thirty nine ninety nine, the standard edition, you get the main game, right? But if you want to get the starter dash pack, which is the first DLC included with pre orders of the standard or digital deluxe edition, you get a hundred bonus coins. Mirror mode. Better you know what mirror mode is. Does it just backwards? Yep. Fucking stupid. Uh, letterbox backgrounds. All right, that's what you get if you get the the starter dash. You mean pack. shit that's already like you can fucking do on any game that you can do like fucking back in like uh, Xbox three sixty. Oh, Bethel, there's more. The premium fun pack, which is coming soon, gives you hard missions, letterbox, background, character animation in the main menu. Okay, in the main menu, character animation, camera controls over the main menu, islands character animations during music islands alright that's the premium fun pack Bethel that's not it that's not all there's the classic music pack 
which gives you additional music tracks from the Mega Drive's Genesis titles. And if you want to get all of that for $44.99, the Deluxe Edition comes with all that good stuff. Five different versions of the Sonic Origins collection. It's like fucking Evolve. Remember Evolve? How <sighs> stupid their fucking DLC was? Or not their 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 uh, pre-orders were. But did you see uh, Devolver Digital? Yeah. They're making fun of them they, they, with that Samurai game that they're coming out with. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. This is what it comes with, and it's all the same exact game. <laughs> <laughs> That's my main topic for this week. Something like this, a game that has this type of chart to tell you everything you can get on every di- different version. We see these with a lot of the, the basically the lot of the Ubisoft games like Assassin's Creed, Watch Dogs, um, you know, um, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six. A lot of other games are guilty of doing this. You have all this stuff. What do you guys think of that type of thing they do for games and also the Sonic Origins collection? Uh, when they do that, it makes me not want to buy their game. Yeah. It's like I'm, I... I'd fucking just give me the fucking either base game or do one collector one collector's edition if like there's some some stores that have exclusive things where they have like maybe like something uh, like a little fucking figurine statue mm-hmm. or, like a book with it but the game and the DLC are included that's I'm okay with that but when you start doing shit like this I'm just like eh, yeah. I, I have no interest in, in, in supporting this yeah. uh, I agree with Beto not really feeling the when they do that the online thing um as and on top of that i mean i can take or leave sonic in general it's mm-hmm. not my thing yeah so yeah i don't yeah it doesn't do really much for me and there's no sonic spinball no beto but sonic spinball is available if you have the online expansion pads for the nintendo switch it recently just became available oh really yeah which i was like finally i'd rather really get that yeah <laughs> but like it, it, First off, look, if you're a huge Sonic fan, I like Sonic. I'm not that huge of a fan, but I appreciate Sonic. $39.99, though? I mean, having an Origins collection, like, for Sonic isn't anything that's new. I mean, what is kind of like, oh, wow, it's been a long time. Not too long. It's been a long time where you've been able to get, like, Sonic 3 or Sonic & Knuckles, right? Mm-hmm. Um even being able to do the uh, the lock-on cartridge mode where you can use, you know, Knuckles in different uh, Sonic games. A lot of that stuff is on there, but, like, for $39.99, even that, that's way too expensive. Like, I, I, I was reading online a lot of people's conversations about it. A lot of people are in that boat where they're just like, this is ludicrous, not price-wise, uh, price but also all this extra content that you have to purchase if you want. Technically, it's five extra bucks. If you wanted to get that, all that stuff, it's just another $5, right? $5 doesn't sound that bad. But when you look at the price as a whole, like $44.99, like even in general, 20 bucks for all that, I would say, okay, maybe That's I'll get it later. 30-year-old games charging that much for it? But here was another conversation someone had, and, and I don't disagree with it, but it looks like the people that's that are working on this emulated version of these games actually put the time into it. So, like, they're putting, like, the people who are making it, they put the love into it, right? They're putting the love into making this full-featured, not just a shitty port, close to, like, how M2 does a really good job of porting games and having the emulation be good. These are a lot of people who are fans who do that, this is more of the corporate company side of Sega, like kind of, I'm guessing, just getting as milking much it. money, milking 
all this additional content, which I'm pretty sure they just, hey, we're making this. Okay, we can separate all this then. It's like, oh, they can't do anything about that. They don't have a say in in, in how this game is going to be distributed. But it just sucks that, like, a lot of people are like, this sucks because you want to support this good type of emulation, not just shitty, like, let's just emulate this with a shitty emulator, put it out and sell it. And then people go like, was Mega Man supposed to fill this off? You know? Yeah. yeah, maybe it is because my, you know, rose-colored glasses. Like, yeah, maybe it was bad and I just got used to it as a kid. And a lot of people do tests like, no, Mega Man's like a few seconds off. So that's why it feels weird, you know? And I've heard those things before. But it sucks that, like, you have fans taking the time to make this awesome, this Origins. Because, like, if you look at it, without knowing the price and all this bullshit, it looks cool. It looks like a nice collection of Sonic games redone made to look and perform well on your console and you want to support that but you can't support it at that price and what they're doing it just sucks and then what happens is the companies like sega go well no one wanted it so i guess they don't want that stuff so why we put money into it and it's like what do we lose out on a shinobi collection again a lot of people don't dig collections or anything like that or a streets of rage collection where they gather everything and put every streets of rage game together again when it comes to sega they fucking put out all their shit in collections all the time. None of that's new, but a lot of their their collection stuff is bad emulation. You know, even like uh the last one they did the the they came out on Switch and everything else like probably like three years ago. A lot of people said like, hey, it's cool, but like, it's off. A few seconds. Uh, that conversation we had a few episodes ago about um. When it comes to Sega Genesis, the sound getting the actual sound of the game proper like to sound exactly how it was they didn't get it right uh there's a lot of problems with the emulation where stuff slows down where it didn't slow down before on the original game i know a lot for a lot of people they don't give a shit about that i get it but when it's done well you want to champion that you want to support it but when it's done this way it just sucks any any other words on this uh this or or this type of uh tactic that companies use no just it's shitty it sucks that that, that uh, um, people that worked on it have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's 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 cool that they fucking put their heart and soul into it, but then it gets ruined by by the marketing side of it. A company side, Joe. I got nothing to add. You got nothing to add. But you never really been big on any type of collection stuff before, right, Joe? Like you're not you're not buying yeah. that Kawabunga collection, huh? The turtles nah. one? Nah. No. Joe, you, Beto, you nah. are, though. Yeah, but not the fucking $150 one. Dude, I saw, okay, when they were like, hey, collector's edition, I'm like, oh, cool, I'll, pay, I'll, I'll spend another 20 bucks, and I saw it was 150 I was Fuck like, that, dude. and then I was looking at what it had, like, oh, the it's cloth a, poster, I was like, nah, that's cool. Yeah. L- little, like, lenticular, t- yeah, cards, I was like, I don't want that. The only thing I thought was cool was the book, but is it actual artwork from the past games? Like, if they collected... All the stuff that Konami was, you know, all the little drawings they did, like, oh, this is how we're going to do it. If they collected that, mm. but for all I know, it's just going to be stuff from the show. Yeah. You know, like, they'll be like, oh, we, could, we just got all these comic book images. Then I'd be like, oh, this is not worth it. One, it wouldn't be worth 150 but if it was something done really cool, like, hey, this is... And if it was just a book, like, oh, here's all the fucking artwork and marketing and advertisements when they came out in, in you know, Turtles in Time or... When they oh when it got marketed on um when it was in magazines and you had Turtles and Times for the Super Nintendo those ads I would love to have that like 
stuff that's pretty nice to go look back at when you're uh, watching a uh, or when you're looking back at old magazines and stuff. I, I like things like that. But but yeah. Uh, but that's going to be it for this week. If you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrolpodcast at gmail.com or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrolpodcast. Remember, it's thirdpartycontrolpodcast with a 3RD. Thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Liberal with... Beto Esparza. And... And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done. Later. Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is launching in July month. I gotta no, test you, man. Like, I gotta test right you. Now, it's pissing me off a little bit. Like, it really is. Sorry.